action. Welcome to Taunt Stubs, the trash movie podcast with me, Robert Gershenson, photographer and creative director of Trash, which can be found at movetotrash.co.uk. And Joshua Winning, the greatest film reviewer you've never heard of. And we're going to the movies. Joshua and I have a big old shared film knowledge, but there's always gaps that need to be filled. So in this episode, Joshua has recommended I watch a movie I've not yet seen. So the film that you gave me was Dolores Claiborne. You tell me about this one because I genuinely loved it. Oh, fantastic. Did you? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Genuinely loved it. Oh, amazing. Because when you told me about it and I thought, because you you told me on Facebook and I quickly checked around Netflix and Amazon to see if it was available to me. And I went to iTunes and I saw the poster and I thought, oh, for fuck's sake, is it like a a weepy cancer movie or some shit? Because it's it's got, uh, is it Jennifer Jason Lee? Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee. Um... Kathy Bates and their heads are like superimposed above some clouds and shit. You just say, oh, for fuck's sake, what's he got yeah. to be watching? But tell him about it's, the film. It's the great undiscovered Stephen King film that I think everyone needs to watch. Um, I've loved this film ever since I saw it. I randomly recorded it off TV on video uh, back in the early noughties, I think. Um, I think there was a Stephen King season playing on Channel 4 and this was one of the films that was showing. And I watched it. Nobody I knew had ever heard of it, let alone seen it. And... Um, I just think it's fantastic and it is it it hasn't it didn't sell itself well which I think is why it didn't do particularly well you know with uh, audiences uh, Dolores Claiborne it is based on a Stephen King novel uh, which was written I believe in 1992 um, so it was after he had written after he had seen uh, Misery starring Kathy Bates and so he wrote Dolores Claiborne for Kathy Bates oh, really um, yes fuck and the story is, it's kind of, it jumps around in time, but basically Dolores, played by Kathy Bates, um, she is caring for an elderly woman. She gets accused of murdering her. Um, and so Dolores's daughter, who is a big shot uh, journalist in New York, she flies back to the tiny town that Dolores lives in. Uh, to Bangor, Maine, which Bangor, is how Maine. I knew it was a Stephen King story. Absolutely. Even before the credits rolled. Yeah. It's just something, you know, you can just tell there's something about it. Yeah. yeah. So she flies back to try to um, defend her mother, but it stirs up all these memories of um, uh, Serena, Serena is the daughter's name. Selena, sorry. Selena is the daughter's name. And she um, has had a very difficult upbringing with um, her mother, Dolores, and her father, Joe, Dave, uh, played by David Stratton. Um, and so it's all about that. And it's about, did Dolores kill her boss? Had Did she also kill her husband back in the back in the day, 60, though? Um, it was 1975, they said. Right, so okay. 577. Yeah. 20 years before, so tw- it was uh, 75. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's a murder mystery. It's a... It's a uh, domestic horror film, basically. Like, when you think of Stephen King, you think of clowns, you think of creepy hotels, you think of... Dark towers, you like think pet of... pet cemeteries. Yeah. But he was... The thing that I love about Stephen King is that he just writes amazing, flawed human beings that you believe exist in real life. And that's why this is one of the best Stephen King adaptations, because it's about people and it's a dom- domestic horror film. It's about the horror that can happen in a family home. Kathy Bates is 
phenomenal in this movie. This is her favorite role that she's ever played, apparently. Really? She this is her favorite, yeah. She is she is pitch perfect. And there's a sign of a of a great actor or actress <clears throat> that if you are acting against someone in in a scene who is fucking terrible and you still give a fucking phenomenal performance, that is that is that is just testament to how good an actress you are. Who was she acting against? She was terrible. I thought everyone was fantastic. The husband was awful. Oh, really? David Stratton? I thought he was fantastic. He, but he was acting in a completely different movie. She was acting in a, a you know, a, like a, a misery-drenched Stephen King film. Uh-huh. He was acting in like a cartoon. He was so... <laughs> he plays like, you know, he's a bit of a redneck. He's a drunk. He's abusive. But he was like... It's like a soap opera performance against an Oscar winner. Right. I never felt that myself. I thought he was great in it. He was really When terrifying. did you last watch it? Uh, a couple, maybe a year ago, I would say. But I've seen it about five or six times. I love it. I think maybe when you watch it next, you'll see what I mean. Okay. He's, he's so cartoony. Like the cartoony idea of what a redneck abusive asshole should be. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Whereas she's very nuanced. Yeah, she's great. And she plays the character across a massive uh, you know, spectrum of her life. And yeah. she's great as the young Dolores. She's fantastic as the old kind of world-weathered Dolores as well. It's amazing what brushing your hair can do. It just takes 20 years off you. Oh, I know. It's just great. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of that great line, which is like, haven't you woken up with a hair across your ass this morning, Dolores? <laughs> or just when they, they come to take the hair for the DNA, and she goes, I'm not doing any pageants today. <laughs> I love her. She's great. For the first half of the movie... Because that, that movie, you don't know where it's going. No. And you're constantly being teased by the filmmaker. Um, who directed it? This was directed by Taylor Hackford. Yes. Who made An Officer and a Gentleman in 1982. The year after this, he made The Devil's Advocate. Um, so obviously the horror community wanted him to make horror films. Um, and he's not really done anything since, apart from a Jason Statham film called Parker. Oh, the poor uh, bastard. Yeah, I know. Um but he, he always teases you because you the film opens and it I it opens on the the initial accident of the the woman dying yeah the, Vera the, Vera dying and it's done in such a way that I actually paused just to check if the iTunes film file had started halfway <laughs> through the film because I was like am I missing something here because it does just go straight into it throws, it. it throws you straight under the bus just throws you straight in there but you're constantly you're constantly being teased and questioned and it's making you question what you're seeing. Do you believe Dolores? Do you think she's done it? And then once that question's answered halfway through, it, it just immediately throws up another one. Mm-hmm. Did she kill the husband? Mm-hmm. And then at one point you think, is the husband still alive? I just didn't know where it was going. I couldn't keep up with the film. Yeah, That is perfect to me. I well, don't want to because, get bored in the film. That, that stops me from getting bored. It's a great... The reason it's a great film is because it's a story where all the drama comes out through the characters and what they say and what they do. And do those two things match up or do they not? And if they don't, then what the fuck is going on? It's just great. Jennifer Jason Lee. Is that who it was? Mm, fantastic. For the, fir- well, for the first half of the movie, I thought she was a bit one note. I kept thinking, was this offered to... Jodie Foster and did Jodie Foster turn it down because it's 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 a Jodie Foster film <laughs> that's a Jodie Foster performance um side note who the fuck packs a printer 
Who takes a printer? Even in the 90s, someone, who took a printer? Someone who is obviously very mentally disturbed, <laughs> as she was. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I just felt, for the first half, the character... Maybe it's not even her. Maybe it's the way the character's written. She's just angry. Mm. And I wasn't being given a reason why. Because we weren't told. Mm. And as soon as that flip happens halfway between... The, you know, in, Halfway in, in the film, mm. you suddenly realise, it fucking makes so much mm-hmm. sense why... She's like this way. Yeah. It's just really upsetting. Yeah. It's great how good, you know, it's great how good she is. There's some fucking great choice lines in this movie. There's every single scene between Dolores and Vera, who is her boss. She's, Vera is a, a kind of a, a very posh, no-nonsense, lives in a grand house, um, doesn't take any shit from yeah. no one. Um, every conversation that Dolores and Vera have in this film is just absolute pure gold. And and again, it's, the lines are amazing, but also what's beneath them is amazing as well. You know, when, when Vera says, sometimes Dolores' husbands die, it's just brilliant. And you just know and you're what like, she means. Fuck. Yeah, because you suddenly but it's, realize, so, it's unsaid. It's in, it's, it's in the eyes. It's in the infliction. It's so good. Yeah. Kathy Bates at one point had me screaming with laughter. She just goes... Um, it's half past give a shit what your games are. <laughs> Love that. I think she's secretly my role model. I feel like everyone can be a bit more Dolores. Kathy Bates, in a weird way, was acting against her own legacy. Right, you that's can't, true. It, it, it takes a, a special kind of skill and a special kind of someone to go from her most iconic role, which is uh, Misery. Annie. Annie in, in Misery. Mm. And to act, and say like five years previous was, yeah. was misery to this yeah. film but to then acting another stephen king story right and to have it completely separate i didn't see a hint of yeah. annie no and it and it's because you know in 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 misery she is the villain she's this kind of flamboyant ridiculously uh in you know crazy villain and then in dolores you kind of you go in knowing that that uh kathy bates has played this role perfectly before and then you kind of go oh there's something else going on here because it starts off by saying she she killed somebody, and then you kind of go, oh, maybe she didn't. It's really a film about damaged women. Yeah, it is, and the the damage that men do to them. Absolutely, and how they then deal with it. The the one the one of the most horrific scenes in the entire film is when Dolores goes to the bank and she tries to draw out some money from her own personal savings. Just on that note, she was only paid forty dollars a week. This is back in the day. So the film is was in made the, in the 90s. I know. But, but in, it would have been set in the... In the 70s, 60s, yeah. late 60s. $40 a week was still not a lot of money in those days. No, that... Well, yeah, because Vera was a bitch. That Sometimes, Dolores, being a bitch is all a woman has to hang on to. <laughs> oh, I just love I love it. how that line... It's almost like that gets its prequel. Yeah. Because um, Kathy Bates says it, and then we learn where she gets it yeah, from. Exactly. Uh, but so, yeah, that so scene in the with, bank yeah. is so upsetting. And she discovers that her arsehole alcoholic husband has come into the bank and taken all her money. Um, and there's a great moment where you just feel this huge weight of the injustice on her and she confronts the bank manager and she says, it's because I'm a woman, isn't it? And it, it's just like, yes, it is. He won't say that to you and you can't do anything about it. And it's just like, oh, it just the film just constantly st- stacks the odds against her and you just feel the weight of it on her. So she has to almost take on both roles, mother and father, to right. raise the kid. Yeah. The kid is fucked up. Uh, what's her name? Celine. Selena. Selena. She's yeah. fucked up because of the way the father... I did not see the paedophile aspect. Yeah, it's horrific. I didn't see that coming. I know. 
I know, and it's but so it just literally came out of nowhere. And I don't understand because maybe I missed something. At one point, they're talking, and then Vera goes, "Has he fucked her yet?" Yeah, I know. How did she know? She did says, I "How miss far something? has it gone?" Yeah, I get. I guess Vera knows from Dolores's tone implication. You know, she's not a stupid woman, Vera. She knows. No, she's she's one of the most damaged women in in the film. Mm. The way that she deals with her her damage and her hurt is just completely shut down. And bring the shutters up. Mm. But just be a complete bitch. The great thing about this film is you see these characters at their absolute best and their absolute worst. And it's very much a journey. And and so when Dolores is weak and unable to take control of her situation, Vera is in control. And then later in the film, when Vera is old and bedbound, she's being looked after by Dolores. And it's a, a total switch. Yeah. Um, and it's just so well done. I want my China pig. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? There's 200 of them. It's very much a 90s movie. Visually, unmistakably, it looks like a uh, 90s movie. It's just that, it's that kind of very steady drama that, that was, that people were making in the 90s that they just don't seem to make nowadays. Well, nowadays we get things like Gone Girl and the girl on the train. Yeah, we get kind of the, the kind of, high high budget version of an indie film yeah um whereas back in the 90s i mean these weren't cheap films but we were getting lots of john grisham adaptations and things like that and i've really missed that that sort of filmmaking yeah things like um what were the series that harrison ford did the jack ryan movie oh yeah the jack ryan films which they tried to do with uh chris pine and they just don't work yeah i think because you have to be quite earnest you have to go this is based on a book. Mm. This is how we do films based on a book. I think maybe the turning point was sort of Dan Brown, where you go, these films do, these books do not work as a film because yeah. there's too much. But Stephen King, his books are quite intricate, but they're very, it's very easy to put them onto screen in a good way. You just keep them simple. Well, that's the great thing about Stephen King is he is an ideas man. Mm. I don't necessarily, I think he's a fantastic writer. I don't necessarily think that his narrative structure is as strong as I would hope it, you know, sometimes it is amazing. Um, But he's an ideas man. He's great at concept. And so concepts concepts are very easy to translate to the screen. It just depends if you, you know, if you have the ability to do it properly. Would you watch this one again? I'd watch this one twice three times a year every year until the day i die i just love it <laughs> it's just great i would definitely watch this again and i similar to you with bone tomahawk i'd watch it with someone else just to watch their face at, at you know at the different turning points yeah and it's great nobody you know very few people that i know have actually seen this film so it's so nice to actually speak to somebody who's seen it now i mean it's a melodrama i'd never heard of it when you mentioned it yeah exactly and it's because it didn't do particularly well at the box office it didn't um, attract any awards like she didn't get Oscar she didn't get Oscar nominated it's just ridiculous that she didn't get Oscar nominated well, for this the Oscars. the Oscars never get it right well I know I mean yeah it's, it's its own reward the product so that's Dolores Claiborne directed by Taylor Hackford we want you to join the conversation tweet us your thoughts and reviews to at Torn Stubbs pod even if you're listening to this way after we've released the podcast and keep the conversation going and share the podcast far and wide it's just as much yours as it is ours and review us on Apple Podcast. we love a five star rating five stars we're off to count our China pigs until next time I remain Robert Gershenson and I'm Joshua Winning cut <laughs>